Ladies and gentlemen, a very warm welcome to Capital Sports on Moscow's Capital FM. I'm Alan Moore, and I'll be one of your hosts on the last and, or or should the last one of the best and biggest hours of sports. Actually, it is the last hour of sport uh, and sports power on radio this weekend. We will have all the very best news, views, reviews, previews, and interviews in the world of sports, folks. Spartak, they've just made the Russian title race very interesting this weekend. While last week we said ciao Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo as Barcelona and Juventus respectively flopped limply out of Europe. And of course with the fight for second place hotting up in the English Premier League we're going to ask Andrew Flint and our legal eagle Isolde Cody just what is happening in the world of football that is in just one moment. In the second we're asking... Do Brits, or rather British athletes, dope? Apparently there is just a little bit of suspicion after seeing Dr Richard Freeman found guilty of medical malpractice last week. We are joined by France Stadeus, cycling expert, well actually sports expert, one of the leading sports journalists in France, Thierry Villary, to talk just about the opportunity, the chance that Olympic medals will be stripped from the mighty Team GB. And in the third, it is a big, fat, filthy quiz. But first, we're going to go straight away to our man out in Siberia, Andrew Flint. Uh, Andrew, can you hear me? Andrew, can you hear me? Yes, if you can, Andrew, redial back in, please, because I don't think we can hear you right now. Okay. Anyway, folks, just a quick rundown on what's been happening in the uh, Russian Premier League. Of course, there were games today, just not too long ago. Uh, the well, let's just say Sochi's massive run or great run uh, to the top of the Russian Premier League came to a little bit of a—I won't say end, but it did. Um, halt just a wee bit uh, where they ran into a pretty decent locomotive and motivated locomotive team uh, where they lost uh, that game uh, 3-1. Okay, so uh, the situation is this right now in the English Premier, or sorry in the Russian Premier League, that after this weekend's round of games, Himki of course, they got a good win over Rostov, 1-0 uh, Ural beat Rotor 1-0, Siska, they went down 2-1 in Ural, which we figured was, uh, well a three-pointer for sure for Siska, but they lost 2-1 in Tula to Arsenal. Zenit walloped Ahmad, well, we predicted that they beat them 4-0. Spartak won 2-0 against Dinamo. I was actually there at the Dinamo Stadium yesterday. Um, big crowd, big police uh, presence, and uh, not a good result for, for Dinamo at all. Uh, Rubin won 3-0 against uh, Ufa today. Tambov, well... Lost as expected, 4-0 to Krasnodar, and I mentioned Sochi won just, or sorry, Lokomotiv beat Sochi 3-1 just not that long ago. So how is the Russian Premier League table sitting right now? Well, Zenith, of course, are still top on 45 points. Spartak have leapfrogged Siska, they are on 41 points, and Siska on 40. Lokomotiv are on 37 points right now. Um, and they're in fourth. So we, we said last week that a one win over Sochi would actually get them back into the top four, the places for Europe and that's what just happened Sochi are down into fifth Dinamo have slipped away a little bit but they're only four points well only a point off Lokomotiv they are in seventh place right now on 36 points Himki crawling away they are well they're pretty safe now they are on 32 points 
Uh, and that means that they are 14 points clear of relegation. Tambov, of course, on 13 points. After a decent first half of the season, they just have absolutely fallen apart. Now, I'm going to try and get our guys back on the line again in just one moment. Um, and uh, it's, a, it, it's kind of a, how do you say, we had a little bit of a difficulty with our guys. Um, and if you guys just hang up, and I will try again. Okay, there we go. So, here we go. Hopefully, we'll get Isolt Cody in. Isolt, are you there with us? No, we can't hear Isolt at all. Okay, guys, you just wait, and we'll try to get you on a little bit later. Okay. Uh, all right, so looking around in the world of sport, of course, uh, there were games in the English Premier League today. Arsenal won 2-1 against Tottenham. Leicester kind of back into winning ways. Well, they were back in winning ways uh, this weekend. They beat Sheffield United earlier on, say, 5-0. Brighton get themselves a little bit of a lifeline, winning 2-1 away to Southampton. Now, in just around 10 minutes' time, uh, the game between uh, Man United and West Ham United that is going to be uh, that's going to be a good one because uh, both of them are challenging for second place and we'll try to get Andrew Flint on the line to ask him about that uh, we just have a bit of difficulties at the moment um, ok so Manchester United uh, that is at as I said at a quarter past the hour that game is taking place uh, at the moment at the top of the table of course Liverpool playing tomorrow playing at 11 o'clock tomorrow or sorry 11 o'clock Moscow time tomorrow of course that's 8 o'clock UK time uh, Man City of course, we know they've won the league. They are, <laughs> this is embarrassing to say, they're 15 points ahead of Leicester City, although Leicester do have a game in hand. Manchester United, they are up uh, in third at the moment. So a win would put them uh, level on games played, but a point ahead of Leicester if they win tonight. If West Ham win, they will nudge ahead of Chelsea and into fourth place in the automatic Champions League spot. Now, I mean, it's a good one for West Ham. We didn't expect it to start the season. They do have a game in hand over Man United and they have two games in hand over Leicester and Chelsea. Now, looking down the table a little bit further, like I mentioned, Brighton win, that lifts them out of the relegation dogfight. Well, they're still in a dogfight, but they're not in the Bottom three, Sheffield United doomed, and West Brom, no matter, even with the uh, the Sam Allardyce bounce, they are gone as well. They're on 18 points. Fulham, um, after that win over Liverpool, uh, they are kind of hanging in there a little bit because they are on 26 points. They're only two points behind... Uh, let's just say a faltering Newcastle United. Brighton Hove Albion, of course, I've mentioned on 29 points. Okay. In the European champ, or sorry, UEFA European, the Champions League this past week, uh, Juve, they went out, uh, they won 3-2 against Porto, but they lost uh, on away goals. That was a 4-4 draw, of course. Porto down to 10 men uh, during that game. Uh, Dortmund, they eked through. They eked through, drawing 2-2 with Sevilla. They won 5-4 on aggregate. So then again, you know, Dortmund, they knew they had to do it. They were at home, so they just didn't want to lose. PSG, compared to the absolute tonking they gave to Barcelona, uh, at, home in the, uh, in, in, at home in Paris, they drew 1-1. Uh, OK, and Liverpool, of course, they were already 4-0 ahead of Red Bull Leipzig. They won 2-0. And, uh, OK, this week coming up, of course, uh, or will I... No, I'll, I'll stay in the Champions League, folks, just like you want. Um, <clears throat> Real Madrid are taking a 1-0 lead, uh, which, of course, they scored away to Atlanta. They are taking that 1-0 lead home. Uh, then, of course, they... So against Atlanta, well, it's, it's, it's a narrow lead. Atlanta are a decent team. They're playing well. And of course, we have Russian interest there with one of our local boys. Uh, 
Bayern Munich, of course, they won 4 1 away to Lazio. They are home on Wednesday on St. Patrick's Day. They are kicking off at 11 o'clock. So taking a 4 1 lead home. Chelsea got a decent 1 0 away win against Atletico Madrid. Uh, that is also, that game, the return game is on Wednesday, 11 o'clock as well. They are leading 1 0. Man. Well, this could be Man City season. How many times have people said that? But it could be their season to win the Champions League. They are 2-0 up <coughs> Excuse me, after the first leg against Mönchengladbach. That game on Tuesday. Of course, the Real Madrid game is on Tuesday as well. The game on Tuesday is kicking off at 11 o'clock. Uh, so 2-0 winning against a German team that are doing pretty well this year. Mm, yeah, OK. I can see that being uh, uh, Man City going through to the round of eight. All right, so uh, looking then at the Europa League, last week, of course, Man United, they drew 1-1 with a decent Milan team. So they're home now and, uh, or, sorry, they, they drew 1-1 last week, of course, with uh, AC Milan. IX won 3-0 against Young Boys and uh, Arsenal winning 3-1 away to Olympiacos. Now, of course, people are saying that, that Man United draw, I mean, it was, it's bad for them, AC having away goal, but still, we have to have a bit of faith. Of course, Tottenham winning 2-0 against Dinamo Zagreb, the team that were causing us a lot of consternation here in Russia in the autumn. So, Tottenham found a way to beat them. Dinamo Kiev went down 2-0 at home to Villarreal. Slavia Prague 1-1 with Rangers. So Rangers a very, very valuable away goal. Molde, the course from Norway, they uh, were down to 10 men for most of the game and lost 2-0 away to Granada. And Roma beating Shakhtar Donetsk 3-0. OK, now the return games are this week. Uh, they're all on Thursday. So Arsenal, uh, that, uh, that is at 9pm. Almost at 5 to 9 on uh, Thursday. Tottenham the same time as well. And uh, the Rangers game is kicking off at 11 o'clock. And of course, Man United at 11 o'clock out in Milan. OK, looking around, still trying to get our folks on the line because, of course, we, we're, we're, we, we do want to speak with them. They just have to realise that we are trying to uh, get them online. Uh, so we will try again one more time to try and call our guys because I know they do um, miss us. So here we go. We'll try to uh, give them a bit of a call and get them online. Okay. So if if our guys can hear us, if you can join us, uh, please do, Eselt and Andrew. Big call out to you guys at the moment. Uh, okay. So calling our guys, can they get online? But I don't think we can. I think Eselt, Cody, Eselt, are you online? Can you hear me? Eastlet Cody, can you hear me? No, no, it doesn't seem to be. It doesn't seem to be going through at all. So, okay, folks, we are having some technical issues because we're back at Moscow City and it's just not working right now. Hopefully, we'll get uh, Thierry Vildery on uh, in the next segment. So you just have to put up with me for a few more minutes. Okay, um, here we go. Uh, some questions in Oraz. Oraz, you had a question in. Okay, it's for Isolt, but unfortunately we can't get Isolt. Well, I'll try to answer it as best I can. Uh, Lebron James and Zlatan Ibrahimovic, they had a row on Twitter. Um, they had a row on Twitter about sportsmen messing around in political issues. Okay, what's your take? Okay, so uh, should athletes and legends of sports... Speak about politics and religion, racism, or so they just stay out of it altogether. Okay, well, I mean, it's 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 all interesting because in one way, of course, um, it's you know when we're looking at what's going on uh, overall in the world. I mean, LeBron James, when it came to uh, let's just say. Well, China. He was very, very quiet because he understood uh, how, um, like, how important China was 
for the NBA and for, for making him money. So he was very, very quiet in terms of what was happening, say, with the Uyghurs. Uh, and he didn't back up other people. He basically was saying, like, you know, you should you know, stay quiet. You should just, you know, it, it's not the right place. It's not the right time. Of course, then when it came to Black Lives Matter, he stepped up to the place and, uh, you know, kind of spoke out about it as well. So that was, I mean, it was full credit to him that he did that. But at the same time, a very difficult issue uh, for people to deal with in any case. Um, and Zlatan had a bit of a go with him over it. Uh, you know, um, how would you say uh, I'll just say it like this that Zlatan yes he has issues he, ha- he had a point to make because of course he is an immigrant he is you know Bosnian uh, Muslim born and raised in Sweden he's, he's always felt out of place but at the same time he speaks about issues in Sweden at different times he's speaking about issues in Europe as well and in, in his point of view you know the only way um, uh, how do you say you know, deal with it, it's just to be strong, be tough and be a man. Of course, the issue then comes in where um, some people are not that strong. Uh, you know, they're, they're not able to, they don't have the support, they don't have the backup, they don't have the you know, fortitude that this man does. So it is a, it's a huge issue. Uh, so I think it's just a kind of a, it's, it's one of those things where uh, Zlatan's come from one way uh, and... You know, I can. I think they just need to balance it out, and I do. I see both sides of the issue, uh, or as so. I would just say that, like you know, they've, they're both right. Neither of them are wrong. Both of them have good points to make, and of course, there's many, many ways to deal with the issue of racism and discrimination, especially right to politics, color, you know, and religion in sport. Uh, there is no ideal way. We've discussed it so many times here in the show, and it's a very, very tough call. But, you know, we just have to try and uh, do as best as we can with it. Okay, uh, another question just popping in, plus 7925-1111053. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Um, Kaka, thank you for this. Should Zidane stay with Real Madrid? Well, um, yeah, you know, I think it's, it's, it's an issue where... He's, he, he, it, 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 it's a poison chalice. Uh, it is a poison chalice because no matter what, um, how do you say? Well, you know, the fans are never happy. The people are never happy. There's so much money in Madrid, and also, uh, you know, if if you if you say, well, let's just look at it like this. There are so many. Like I, I was going to say fools. There's so many cooks um, spoiling the broth, shall we say, or messing in the soup in Real Madrid. It's just an absolute joke and a mess. So one of the issues that they have to deal with there is there's so many outside interests, vested interests from agents, from players, and they're all looking to try and get their little piece of the pie. So it's an awful situation where in any way, shape or form, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like... Um, they're all trying to look to do their own thing. So if we look at, say, Real Madrid, what's happening with them, uh, there's so many, uh, because, of course, they vote for the president and then the presidents pay off the fans to make sure they're happy. So no matter what happens with Zidane, they're not going to be happy. They're going to be unhappy. It's going to be an awful situation. Uh, so should he continue? Do you know what? If I was him, I'd kind of look maybe to see if... He's still young, but I'd look to see maybe if the French job might be on the go.
That might be a handy one. Uh, another quick question in. Uh, all right. I'll try to see who it is. McCann, McCann, thank you very much. McCann, why is the score so strange in tennis? Well, 15, 30, 40. You know, it's, it's, a, it's not a question for me. That's actually for Riesel Cody, but I will ask her uh, when she comes on for the quiz a little bit later on. Okay, uh, that game is just kicking off in the Premier League right now. Of course, the West Ham Man United game. We'll be bringing the updates from that uh, throughout the show as we go along. So it's just kicked off. Of course, it's still nil-nil. No, game, no goal scored yet. The lineups are pretty... Pretty decent. Man United are going with a 4-2-3-1. Maguire Lindelof at the centre of the back line. Shaw out on the left. Wambasak on the right. McTominay and Fred in the middle. And then just sort of an attacking midfield trio. Greenwood, Bruno Fernandes and, and James. And of course Rashford up front. Something interesting during the week I was reading. Uh, Marcus Rashford says he doesn't like playing on his own as a striker. There you go. It's an interesting one. Uh, and of course, West Ham, decent side. Fabianski in goals, Kufal and Cresswell on the right and left, respectively. Dawson Diop in the centre of defence. Then kind of a, a holding uh, back pair of Suchek and Rice. And then kind of an attacking, or I should say, like a, a stable middle three Johnson, Noble, and Bo, of course, Do- Noble, Mark Noble in the middle. And Antonio up front. Okay. Now, folks, we're going to try and solve our little technical issues here and then come back. Hopefully, we'll have Thierry Vildery because. Because we're going to go out, uh, and I think, I'm, fingers crossed, this is a very appropriate song. This is Macklemore and Ryan Lewis featuring Ray Dalton, and this is Can't Hold Us Back. Fingers crossed after the break. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. What it is it? Looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet and checking a new hippie get up. First shot, come struck walking. A little bit of humble, a little bit of cautious. Somewhere between like Rocky and Cosby's for the game. Nope, nope, y'all can't copy up. Glad, moonwalking. And this here is our party. My posse's been on Broadway, and we did it all way. Chrome music. I shed my skin and put my bones into everything I record to it. And yet I'm on. Let that stage light go and shine on down. Soup game and plinko in my style Money, stay on my craft and stick around for those pounds But I do that to pass the torch and put on for my town Trust me, on my I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T Shit hustling, chasing dreams since I was 14 With the four-track busting Halfway across that city with the back, Crushing, labels out here Now they can't tell me nothing We give that to the people Spread it across the country Labels out here Now they can't tell me nothing We give it to the people Spread it across the country Here we go back This is the moment Tonight is the night We'll fight till it's over So we put our hands up Like the ceiling can hold us Like the ceiling can hold us Here we go Damn grateful. I grew up really wanna go fronts, but that's what you get when Wu Tang raised you. Y'all can't stop me. Go hard like I got an eight away in my heartbeat. And I'm eating at the beat like it gave a little speed to a great white shark on shark. We rock. Time to go off. Gone. Two says goodbye. I got a world to see. My girl, she wanna see Rome. Caesar, make you a believer now. I never ever did it for a throne. That validation comes from giving it back to the people now. Sing this song and it goes like. 
Raise those hands, this is our party. We came here to live life like nobody was watching. I got my city right behind me. If I fall, they got me. Learn from that failure, gain humility, and then we keep marching. Can I we said, go back. This is the moment. Tonight is the night. We'll fight till it's over. So we put our hands up like the ceiling can hold us. Like the ceiling can hold us. Go back. This is the moment. Tonight is the night. We'll fight till it's over. So we put our hands up like the ceiling can hold us. Like the ceiling can hold us. Welcome back, folks. I am hoping now that we will connect with Thierry Villery. Thierry, can you hear me? Thierry, you can hear me? Thierry, hello. I can hear you speaking. If you speak, I can hear you. Thierry, can you hear me? <laughs> Thierry, I can hear you. I can hear you, uh, and you're whistling away, so we're just, it seems to be some sort of wee bit of an issue. Uh, okay, Thierry, you, I can hear you, but you don't seem to be able to hear me. Um, okay, so, okay. Thierry, can you hear I me? I don't hear you, but I think you hear me. Yes, I hear you loud and clear. Uh, okay, Thierry, we're going to do something a little bit interesting, okay? Um, tell, tell us about uh, Dr. Freeman. Tell us about Dr. Freeman and about this, because, of course, Richard Freeman was done for doping. So tell us about this, oh, Dr. I can Freeman. Hear you, you think I'm alive now? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And the whole nation here in, well, the whole city can hear you. Uh, yeah, so you're, I'm a Dr. Freeman. Uh, Go ahead, okay. Thierry. Okay. So, but Dr. Freeman, he was at my house uh, this Sunday. We had a lunch together, and we discussed a lot of uh, about his uh, his laptop. We we will uh, we will go back to Greece uh, this summer to try to find uh, this uh, very important laptop. <laughs> what happened to his laptop, Thierry? And, I mean, uh, also. Yes, uh, as you know, he loses his laptop during the uh, summer in Greece and during some, uh, some holidays. And there was a lot of information about the Sky Team uh, in, this, uh, in this laptop. And maybe uh, also about the, the Eric Child 
problem of the of Shane Sutton also. So uh, it's a big mystery that we we try to to resolve this uh, this next summer in Greece with uh, Dr. Freeman. Um, Thierry, is it okay for you? Yes, that is perfect. Listen, Thierry, one thing is um, how how dirty uh, is British cycling? Like, how how bad is it? Um, do you think? Uh, uh, British cycling, you know, uh, they start for almost nothing in the early uh, two thousand. Well, they, they get the good riders on the track, but on the road, uh, they have no, no culture, uh, almost no culture on the, on the road. And uh, suddenly, uh, maybe a few years after, they became uh, the, the, the most important country with the biggest team uh, on the road. And uh, they provide uh, some, some champions uh, that they are before they had no no skills to win some big uh, big races like Tour de France, like Giro. Uh, we, we we are talking about uh, Wiggins, naturally about uh, Froome, who was a very middle middle guy, middle Pelton guy, and also uh, the last is uh, Garen Thomas. And uh, for for some guys who know cycling, they, they didn't believe since the beginning. Uh, the performances of those uh, those guys, those team, but uh, it was the biggest, so they have to they had to shut up. Now uh, I think that this uh, this uh, this story, this fairy tale of uh, Dr. Freeman, uh, bring light uh, on the back uh, backyard of uh, of Sky. Not all the truth, but uh, a small light, and uh, uh, it's enough to have uh, some doubt about uh, all the, 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 the Sky victories. And is there a chance that their medals, like the British Olympic team, will their medals be taken away, just, just for cycling alone? Uh, I don't think that, uh, that the, the Olympic medal uh, can, can be uh, taken uh, away from, uh, can be taken back from the, 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 um, the British cycling uh, champ. But as you know, there were also some some doubt about the fair performances, and not only about uh, we are not only talking about doping, but also we are talking uh, about the the, the wheels. Uh, as you know, in the French uh, the French team in uh, in London, they they had some uh, some question. They ask publicly some question about the wheels. We seems uh, no, not especially, not very regular. So there are also some questions about about this. But uh, to to give the medal back, the medals back, I don't think that it can happen. Even if we can prove that there were some cheats uh, uh, or some something tricky uh, in the British cycling, especially on the track, I think it will be too late. We spoke before about um, other things. Could there be maybe motors involved uh, in, in, in the British success? As you know, I work, uh, about, uh, I work on, the, on this topic, on this story, uh, for years ago. Uh, if you consider 
if you consider that um, maybe uh, some guys are strong. Uh, not, uh, I'm not talking about uh, Sky or uh, British guy. Some uh, riders are, are strong. If you consider that in those riders, there are some few riders doping. Uh, so it means that if you beat them by far, maybe you need something more to beat them. Uh, we remember the, the performances of Froome in Ventoux and La Pierre Saint-Martin. Uh, I don't think that he can explain that uh, by his own body and uh, even, even with doping. I don't think. And uh, at this time, when they, they tried to reproduce the performances, it was uh, only a, 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 a sky experience without uh, externally specialists. And uh, I, don't, I don't believe about, uh, about what they do. So the door of motor doping is open, I think. And I can, I can say, I have no proof, but I can say that I have uh, some big doubt. Okay, no, that, that is fair enough on that. Uh, we've seen, of course, this huge uh, success for Slovenia. We've been covered, of course, last year. We discussed it last year. What about the Slovenians? Are, are they just unbeatable or questions need to be asked? Yes, the Slovenians are still unbeatable, uh, except when they fall, when they crash, like Roglic today in Paris-Nice. And uh, we we can have also uh, some doubt. Have some doubt uh, since the beginning. I uh, have the right to say that. Uh, you know, there is one thing about Pogacar. Pogacar, uh, when he was junior, he he made third on the Europe European Championships. He was uh, he was 19 or 18. Uh, he made third. Uh, behind two French riders, uh, they were they were good uh, young riders, but they were not good enough to become pro. So he was beaten by two good French riders in Britain, in French Britain, uh, for European Championships, and uh, those riders don't didn't become pro. But after that, uh, Pogacar came became the big champion as we know now. Uh, so, uh, as you know, uh, Bernard Hinault, uh, Greg Lemon, uh, Eddie Merckx, they were strong even in the, the young categories, uh, the strongest. And, uh, and it's not, it's not the, the, the case, uh, it's not the, the, the story of Pogacar. So there is maybe another story behind that. And uh, the, 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 the statistic that uh, a small country with two riders on the top of the hill at the same moment, with no culture of, uh, of uh, cycling, uh, the statistics are, are not, uh, didn't produce that. You, 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 can, you can find no statistic on that, uh, on that story. So, so we, we, I know that a lot of people have uh, some, some questions about the performances also of uh, Pogacar and Roglic, but uh, we have to wait and, uh, and just to see that they are, they are winning when they want. 
like some guys in the past. Uh, well, okay, we're, we're talking about like, you know, young age group riders and they have that quality and so on. What about, say, older riders that we see some of the British riders excelling as they get older? What about the older guys? Should we suspect them of doing something dirty as well, Thierry? As you know, uh, I think that um, Lance Armstrong uh, came in the, in the story of cycling with uh, a new storytelling. And uh, he, he wrote a new page of uh, history of cycling and history of doping. Uh, there is a possibility that uh, he wear he wear uh, belt and braces uh, for me, which means not only uh, blue doping. Mm, and uh, and after that, uh, if one guy uh, try this, we have also doped about uh, Cancellara uh, and some other. Uh, so uh, I think that there is a possibility. I say a possibility that um, the technological doping being used for years. I want around 20, Whoa. I think. Whoa, oh, that, that, that is huge. I mean, you're 20 years. Yes, yeah, of course. And listen, um, cycling, uh, where, where, where is you know, cycling at, at this uh, moment? Uh, like, with, with the, you know, where is it? Like, what, what can we expect from it right now? Oh, no, I think that uh, cycling is uh, in a very strange and difficult situation now. Because uh, for a lot of fans, uh, there is a lack of credibility in cycling now. And it's, it's weird because you have a lot of uh, young riders who made the, they, they make the, the, the job a very good job, a very clear job, uh, a very reliable job. But they are not, not specially French. I, I, I saw so, some Belgian, some uh, some uh, German, uh, etc. But they are in front of some guys, some suspicious guys. And even if cycling is uh, the, the most difficult sport to cheat with doping, I think that uh, now we, we, we have the, the feeling that there is something very special that the, 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 the cheaters are, are back. Uh, in some big races and um, it's it's a feeling but I, I don't know how UCI organized the fight uh, against that I, I, I was I was very upset about the CADF uh, the anti-doping agency of uh, UCI who did almost nothing uh, against I think now UCI is uh, is dissolved so we have to to wait uh, about a new uh, new new time of uh, anti-doping in cycling, but uh, it have, it had to come very quick because I think for some guys, uh, the, for for the clean guys, the situation is uh, very difficult because it's a, it's a terrible uh, job uh, to be cyclist uh, pro and. Uh, 
if you can believe you can win or if you 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 know that you are beaten by cheaters it's very difficult to to purchase and to and to go on and to go train uh, every day yeah i mean that, that that is a good point because again we were speaking last week uh, with Jennifer Say and and even with Cara Goucher two weeks ago, that you know you really want to try and prove yourself, uh, you know, against the best and do it cleanly. Now, of course, I, I did meant to mention that this segment, of course, is brought to you um, because Capital Sports is delighted to bring you this segment. Thanks for our partnership with Match Business Consulting, the one-stop shop for all your sports events and management needs. Okay, um, almost finally, Thierry, back to Britain. How deep um, does the culture of, let's say, doping go in cycling? How deep in British cycling does it go, do you think? Uh, I don't know, especially. I don't think and I don't hope that every British cyclist adopts. I think that uh, there are some, uh, I hope, there are some good riders. But, you know, to, to win so fast uh, in few years and to become on the top of the the international cycling um, when you don't have the, the the culture of cycling you maybe uh, you maybe be have a temptation to to adopt the culture of doping and um, there is all that's all the question that the the freeman's affair uh, is uh, is telling how deep is the culture of doping in British cycling? And the, the question is now, uh, will the, the British authorities uh, start an investigation, and especially UK will start an investigation about this? Or will they just take the responses of uh, Dr. Freeman uh, and, uh, and close the case? Uh, I think it's it's important for not especially for British cycling, but for British sports okay. in general. Uh, and uh, that is that is a question. I think that I, I don't want to say that it's 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 grey and it's tricky in England or in Anglo-Saxon uh, countries and and uh, and clear in France, <laughs> in Italy, in Spain, in Belgium, etc. I don't say that, but. Uh, I think that there is a, um, a different approach and um, to win, uh, to take the power, for taking the power in, in uh, world cycling, uh, I think it was more easier if you win, if you are the winner. Uh, and that's what, that what was uh, the British cycling uh, after, the, after 2010. They were the stronger. Uh, so they take the power in UCI, I trust. Uh, Thierry, I don't know if you can hear me, so um, they, they, they're trying to make out that he's a lone wolf. Is that true? Um, yes, uh, yes, but uh, uh, the Dr. Freeman is, uh, is just, uh, I think he's just, uh, as you know, he's just uh, a puppet. And uh, it's, uh, it's a goat for the sacrifice. I think, and it's a little sacrifice. We, we will uh, we will see in the next uh, week. I, I think if he if he will be dismissed about uh, his title of doctor, but uh, we don't know if he have some uh, some guarantee uh, on the backyard. Uh, 
about his uh, his future, about the money, and etc. So uh, I think if Freeman will uh, talk, frankly, one day, I think he will destroy the repetition of cycling, the title, and the history. Okay, Thierry, thank you very, very much. And I know you're, okay. you're going you're to stay on with us for the quiz. Uh, so that is Thierry Villery, of course. He is a leading French sports journalist with uh, France, uh, Stade France 2 uh, TV station. Okay, we're ready to the break. We're a little bit over time. Uh, we're having some glitches still here, but hopefully we get them all set up uh, before we go out uh, or come back for the quiz. So we're going to go out with, um, well, I'm, I'm hoping for something better. So I'm begging. Yes, and that's what the song's called, Begging from Mad Con. Back after this with the Big Fat Filthy Quiz. And before I do, I have to say, of course, that uh, that segment, of course, was brought in association with Match Business Consulting, Russia's number one sports consulting company. Back after this with the Big Fat Filthy Quiz. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
and more. Okay, welcome back, folks. It is part three. We've made it so far, folks, in this game. You would not believe what's going on. It is nil-nil. Well, I'll tell you what's going on in uh, Old Trafford. The uh, Theatre of Screams. It is nil-nil between Manchester United and West Ham United. So not going too badly there for West Ham. Uh, Okay, Uh, so hopefully we are going to hear our guys quite soon. I'm not sure if they can hear us, but in any case, we are going to go on and I'm going to do a very novel thing because our guys can be a little bit bold sometimes. Um, I'm going to ask certain questions uh, and I can hear them. I hope they can hear me. Uh, Can you guys hear me or no? No, I, no, they can't. They're all talking among themselves and they cannot hear me. Right, so uh, starting now, guys, uh, I'm going to be messaging in. So um, the first round, round one, uh, it will be um, Peter uh, will go first. Peter P will go first. Then we'll have uh, Isolt. Then we'll have Andrew. Then we'll have Thierry. Uh, and I'm trying to see who else is there with us at the moment. Um so, the first question, uh, I'm trying to see, and of course, uh, Andrew Flint will be there as well, okay, so Andrew Flint, uh, okay, so first, uh, to uh, Peter P, uh, Peter P, I want the name uh, of this, the Tour de France winners, our guys are having great fun right now on the phone, folks, you can hear them, so Peter, your question for you, you need to give me the family name, Greg, Peter, this is for you. So, Peter, Peter P, answer the question. Greg, what? Guys, I can hear you all. What? I don't, uh, I don't, uh, okay. I don't understand the, the question. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, so, do, do I have to talk or do I have to type? Can you please specify? I, talk. I can hear you now. I, I can, I can. We speak. This is Peter P. I think, I think the question is for me, so I'll, I'll, yes. take, it. I'll take the, the question. <laughs> okay. So, it's, it's Greg Blank, right? So, let's, yes. let's go with Greg Popovich. No. Uh, okay. No. Le Monde. It's Greg Le Monde. Greg Le Monde. Yes. Okay. So th- th- this is fun. This is going to be so much fun, folks. I swear to God. Oh, right. God. So next, Esalt. Esalt. Yes. Uh, your question, Pedro. 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 What? Pedro. Esalt. Talk. I can hear you. Esalt, you're on mute. Isolt, you are on mute. Isolt, you... One more time, this is... Pedro Delgado. Well done. Well done. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Well done, Isolt Cody. Isolt finally unmuted herself and uh, and got it correct. Okay. Uh, Next, uh, we have uh, Thierry. Thierry, the question for you. Bernard. 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 Uh, Eno or Tevney? Eno is correct. Eno is correct. That's me clapping very, very loudly here in the studio because, folks, you don't know what... Okay, folks, I'm going to tell you... Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to explain to what I'm doing uh, for right now. I'm actually typing in the questions to our chat box. Because um, 
Bernardino won, won a five Tour de France, but Bernard Tevenet, in the middle of the 70s, won two Tour de France. And he was <laughs> a guy, who, the first who beat Eddie Merckx in Pralou. Oh, okay. In uh, 75. Folks, there we go. We have we have uh, a bit of um, knowledge there. So now we're going on through uh, Andrew Flint. Andrew Flint, uh, your question, uh, a good one for you. Vincenzo, Vincenzo, Vincenzo what? Vincenzo what? Oh. Vincenzo, oh, I know this. I know he's the Italian for uh, Nibali, 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 Nibali. Yes, Nibali. It's got to be Nibali. Yeah, I've got this one. Yes, yes, yes. Correct, correct. Okay. Well done. They're answering each other's questions in this chat. You can, you know, the weird thing is, I can hear them all loud and clear, but something has gone wrong with our, with, with our, with our sound tonight. Okay, so back in right now. So Thierry. Um, Isolt and uh, Andrew are all on five points. Uh, now we are coming uh, to the uh, missing word. Okay. So the missing word, uh, missing word is as follows. So starting off, Thierry, uh, what is the missing word uh, in this sentence? Um, it's about Mr. Ronaldo. So Cristiano, what to make a difference? This this is mine, right? This oh, is yes, it is. Yes, Peter. Is. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, it is. It's Peter. My apologies, Peter. Okay. All right, all right. Sorry. This, the, the whole the whole experience right now is just really weirding me out. So Cristiano Ronaldo blank to make a difference. Yeah. Cristiano okay. Ronaldo sure sure as hell to make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'm given. I'm given. I'm given Peter P. 15 points for that one. I'm going to give him 15 points. Well done, Peter P. Well done. Well done. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, next yeah. up. <laughs> All right. Next next up now, uh, of course, is uh, Thierry. Thierry. Um, this, this one is yours. Red yeah. Bull a what? This is Lewis Hamilton. Red Bull uh, a what? Formula One. Hamilton, uh, a sponsor, Hamilton, <laughs> a partner of uh, Hamilton, no, no. Um, <laughs> um, adversary of Oh, no, Hamilton. no. Okay, five points. I'm going to give no. you five points. Mm. I'm going to give you five points. Uh, but it is, ah. it is a <laughs> different animal. A different animal. A different animal. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right. Next up, okay. of course, is uh, our legal eagle, Isolt Cody. We are having fun on this one. Okay, Isolt, your question that is... not my native language. <laughs> stop, stop making excuses. Okay. Anti-tocomno something helps books beat wizards. This is Isolt. Uh, Peter can get this right for me. So, anti Okay, Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go with free, but that's all I've got. And I might just say we should probably explain to Thierry that this round makes no sense to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> basketball. I got the Wizards and um, magic shots. 
No, no. It's a triple double. Yes. A triple double. Triple double. He scored uh, a triple, triple double. double. Ah, okay. Yes. So there we go. Uh, five points, Isolt. Five points for Isolt for that one. Um, folks, we're just having such a mental a mad time here uh, okay and finally uh, I'm going this is going to be a good one uh, alright um, for for our brilliant brilliant Mr. Andrew Flynn so Andrew uh, here we go so Andrew here we go uh, your one Lewandowski goes what in all time list Lewandowski goes what in all time list Lewandowski goes in all time list Oh, God, I'd love to come up with something, you know, P2P-esque here. But I think I'm just going to have to go. He goes, goes top in all-time list. So close, so close. Goes second. He oh, goes second. Second, second in the all-time Bundesliga scoring list. Okay, in the bulk time scoring list. Something at least, sure. Exactly. Listen... I'm, I'm now. I'm, uh, this is this is like. Uh, okay, uh, this is going to be a very very easy one. Okay, a very very easy one. So we're good. Season with forty. Everyone's, the bomber. The bomber is a like Gerd Muller. Okay, so uh, last round. Um, here we go. So Peter, uh, in what year? Uh, in what year uh, was Team Sky founded? In what year was Team Sky founded? Was it two thousand nine? Or 2010? 2009 or 2010? Yeah. 2009. No, no. Thierry, Thierry. No, no. Since I know the questions, since I'm Right, Peter. Peter, 20 points. All right, Then it's 2010. Uh, you gotta no. give me Peter, a point of this. Peter, Peter, Peter. Yeah, Peter. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Peter got 20 points and everyone's all annoyed at that one. So, Peter got 20 points. Well done, Peter. I, can, I can win with this trap. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Thierry. Um, how many Tour yes. de France uh, have Team Sky won? How many Tour de France have Team Sky won? Is it... Six or seven? Six or seven? Uh, seven. Correct. Well done. You would have to know that. You have to know that. Well done. Well done. That, I'm going to clap again. That's me clapping. They can't hear me, but I can hear them. Because everyone is an injury, so I remember that. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, of course, is uh, Isolt Cody. Isolt, uh, how I'm keeping this going, I do not know. Um in what year was the Dr. Freeman uh, Tribunal begun? Was it 2017 or 2019? 2017? Is, of course, 2000. Uh, it feels like 17, but I'm going to go with 19. Yes. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. Okay. Yes. Well done. <laughs> All right. Uh, congratulations. Uh, no. It was not, was not easy. Yeah, okay. So, 
<laughs> that was a it's tough been one. Very long. It's felt a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, see, folks, again, everyone listening at home, they can't hear me. They can't hear me. I can say whatever they want. I can say that uh, Eastold is a, a very, very cool person who's very, very talented and intelligent. Andrew Flint is probably one of the nicest people that you'll ever meet in the world. He's a very, very talented writer and journalist. Peter P is an absolute tank of a man on a horse and they listen to this of course on the uh, podcast and then Thierry Vildery Thierry Vildery is the, one of the best journalists on the okay here we go and I've just because they, they were busy you hear them all speaking in the background it's like little children in the back of the car okay so um, in what year uh, year was British Cycling's Hall of Fame opened was it 2012 or 2009? 2012 or 2009? Go for it, baby. Oh, Jerry! Jerry! Every time. Genuinely, out of my own my own knowledge, I already knew this, but I'm going to go with 2012. Purely coincidental that Thierry may have may not have mentioned a similar sounding year. No. 2012 final answer. No. It's 29. <laughs> something to celebrate. Oh, yeah. The with the double the, the second one response. The second front answer. <laughs> oh. I think I deserve the points then. Thierry is dirty there. I didn't know. <laughs> so, uh, Peter P is the. That was the... retribution for the uh, France match yes. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Jerry, so, well played, well played. We Peter P. We didn't pay enough the referee. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> We're getting this is getting worse. Okay, Peter P. is the winner. So, Peter P. Congratulations! Uh, oh, oh shoot! You, I'm, I'm the winner. I just read in the chat. <laughs> wow! Oh God! This That's is so fun. Thank you, Alan. Great, Peter. Long time coming. Long overdue. Is all I gotta say. <laughs> Great, Peter. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alan. Thank, thank you, Alan. See you soon. Thank you, Thierry. Uh, see you soon and uh, looking forward to it. Uh, well, thank you. We lost, yes, we lost all the crunch this weekend. The crunch with uh, with Capital uh, Radio, the crunch with uh, the squad of uh, rugby and the crunch against AstraZeneca also because they blocked the, the delivery of uh, vaccine. You know? <laughs> we lost everything this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will say good night to you all. Good, good night, night. Good night. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> okay, uh, folks, that brings to an end one of the most uh, insane shows i think we've ever had here because you do realize that for the second and third first segment the uh, skype didn't work something's wrong here and dina miles folks in the morning give her a call and just tell her that she's the best because she is but i'm going to leave a gift for her here because she was she's terrific she helped me through the show uh folks this week of course is saint patrick's week um, it's a special time for all of us. A year ago, a year ago, we were planning for it. We were getting ready for it. It's like the 15th of March. Myself and Double N were in here. Double N, uh, I'll see you very soon, my friend. Um, we were in here. We were having a laugh. And Thierry, we spoke with him as well. And he had this cough, a joke of like, oh, I have coronavirus. And then coronavirus went. Um, we're almost there, folks. We're getting through it. We're getting through it together. I want to thank you all for staying with me tonight. I know a lot of people messaging in tonight just saying thank you, you know, to, to, you know, to, to keep my head up, to keep smiling the whole lot. Uh, 
Thank you. Thierry Villery writing in. Thanks, Alan. Take care, buddy. Um, thank you all tonight. 11 at home. Remember, St. Patrick's Eve this week. On Wednesday, it's St. Patrick's Day. Go a little bit green, okay? Like the scripts. Paint the town green because sometimes we all need to be a little bit Irish. We all need to feel a little bit closer to